become an entrepreneur that look don't just be happy going to business or becoming an entrepreneur because of the monetary aspect of it it must first of all be that you want to solve a problem a societal problem or a challenge in your area and that's how you will get the, uh, the money is coming in so first of all look at solving a problem before the money because if money is your 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 reason for going into business or becoming an entrepreneur uh, you you will not be able to to uh, continue in that journey Welcome friends to the Entrepreneur Speaks. I'm your host Kofi Anyumedu. Each week I host an amazing entrepreneur on their journey, successes and challenges. It is my hope that we will learn from their experiences as we all work towards living a life of passion and purpose. My guest today is Steven Wilson. Steven trained as a teacher but stepped out of the teaching service to become an entrepreneur. He is the CEO of Skylink Agro Solutions Limited, a high-end agribusiness company engaged in farming and the processing of organic commodities. Stephen, good to have you on the Entrepreneur Speaks podcast. Thank you, Kofi. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Let's dive deep into our interview for today. So we'd like to know a bit about your company. So can you please give us a brief background of your company, what you do, and the story behind this setup? Okay, Kofi, thank you so much. Um, thank you for the opportunity. And uh, my company is Skylink Agro Solutions Limited. Uh, Skylink Agro Solutions Limited is engaged in the production of high quality organic product, like you rightly said. Uh, the company was set up originally to process high quality cassava flour, but we are uh, diversifying into other products. The reason that gave birth to this company was because I grew up in a farming community uh, in, in Kiri, in the Kwanta South District of the Oti region. And growing up, uh, I saw how my parents went through the processing of cassava into Gari and all those things, and the market was very minimal. So I saw how the pain they went through to, to, to get our fees paid and to feed us and all that. And so growing up, I said, no, let me do something, find a way to turn this cassava into something else that may create a market, first of all, for the farmer. And then also uh, to actually take this cassava thing to the next level. And so that's what took me to do research. And for the, since 2008, I have been researching till 2016, when we actually launched Skylink Agro Solutions. So this is a very brief background uh, of how the company came into being. 
Okay. So currently, what products do you produce? Well, just to mention a few, we have more than 10 uh, uh, products, lines, but we produce high-quality cassava flour, which is used for the making mm -hmm. of bread and pastries and then for making beer. And then we also do gari, uh, which is not just the ordinary gari you find in the market. This is uh, of a high high class or high quality. We do cassava dough, which is called aglema. We are also into palm oil, uh, the red palm oil that we know. We are doing peanuts and a whole, of, uh, a whole lot of things. But these are just by a few for the sake of time. Okay. You mentioned earlier on you studied what your parents were doing and the challenges. And that is what moved you into researching to come out with more effective and more technologically sound processes of undertaking this venture. I would like to know, have you always desired to be an entrepreneur? Yes, uh, I just grew up to know that, okay, this this was uh, uh, something that God put in me because while I was in the JHS, I saw kerosene. In those days, there were no lights. There was no light. And so we were selling kerosene. I was personally buying and retailing to, to homes. And then growing up, going to training college, coming back, I started selling mobile phones. I was going to Lume. Uh, to buy mobile phones and all that. And when those times, it is called Space to Space, first came into this area. I think we were one of the few people who actually bought uh, those systems so that people could communicate with their uh, loved ones elsewhere. At that time, there were no mobile phones, actually. And so I think that this is what God has made me be. And I, I just love doing business. And so, uh, yes. I think it's it's God's plan for me. Okay. okay. Yeah, following that plan. That's exciting. Yes. Tell us, is it difficult starting and maintaining a business in Ghana? <laughs> yeah, sure. I no doubt about that. It's 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 very tough. Uh, it's very tough to start a business in this part of the world and especially to maintain it to cross the fifth-year line. It's not easy uh, because the, you don't have that kind of fair ground. You don't have that kind of opportunities that other businesses elsewhere may have. So, yes, it's very, very difficult, I may say. Having operated for some time, what would you describe as your challenges, if you can please highlight some of the major challenges you are facing. Because we are also using this interview to let people know that you might face challenges, but it is possible to succeed. So yeah. what are some of the challenges and what useful lessons have you picked from these challenges? I could feel there were a lot of, a lot of them, but I'm just going to highlight on a few. The major challenge that I faced when I was leaving the teaching service to pursue uh, uh, this vision of mine was that people 
thought that that how I mean you have a, a, a job that pays you mentally so why do you do this and then they thought that I was going to fail actually and so the fact that people do not even believe in in what you do first of all is a very very big challenge for every entrepreneur uh, because if you don't get people to encourage you you will definitely definitely if you are not careful fail so that was my biggest first of all the first challenge that I faced and then going to business actually it was difficult getting funding you your banks you go to your banks and they're asking for collaterals they're asking for things you cannot provide as we was a huge challenge for me. At the point, I said, let me just forget about all this thing because why am I even stressing myself, you know? And then, again, the challenge that I faced going to business was the standardization. I was just coming to business. I didn't learn from anybody. I didn't get any mentor. And so uh, to get the writings done, even when you have the money, was also an issue. So you do, you fail, you come back, you fail, you come back severally. Most of these things almost even landed me in prison because I couldn't even pay my, my supplies at a point in time because I didn't know the in and out of business. And so these are some of the challenges that I think, uh, I mean, had hindered my progress uh, at a point, but hey, myself back together and then move on. And that is what I speed. With these challenges, can you share some of the lessons you've picked from these challenges? Yes. Uh, first of all, the lesson is that you will not feel if people say so. You can only feel if you, you believe that you will. If I had listened to people at that time, I, I may not have been where I am. And then again, if you get frustrated with funding, definitely, definitely, you share your ideas with people. And I forgot to say that there was one Mr. Simon Ohini from uh, who first angel I met in my life when I was frustrated and was looking for funding. He didn't know me anywhere, but I just preached to him. And I mean, my first seed capital came from him, 20,000. Somebody I don't know. Could, could just give wow. me that amount of money. And that is what actually brought the breakthrough. So my starting point was from somebody I never knew, I have never met anywhere. But they listened to me and then decided to put his money into my business. So when you are faced with this kind of things, maybe God will use other people to come your way. So don't give up. And so that's all I can say. Entrepreneurship, as we know it, is a journey but not a, a destination. And for you to really succeed on this journey, you need to be motivated. You need to draw inspiration. What really inspires you as a person? Well, Kofi, um, I don't know. My life is, a, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know what to say, but I think that my life is not just ordinary looking at how I was brought up, how somebody took me up and sent me to school and those things, and how I got convicted and became a Christian all by myself without anybody telling me. So I think that God made me to be what I am. And so I take a lot of inspiration from his word. When things are 
not looking like what they must be. I go to the word of God and I take my inspiration because he says he knew us before we were born. So every plan that he has for us must come to pass. So my, first of all, my inspiration is from the word of God. And then my family who look up to me so much, I cannot afford to fail them and disappoint them. So no matter what the challenges are, I still want to go on because And then I have a very wonderful team, workers, uh, who are doing all they can to make sure that the company succeed. And so you cannot afford to fail these ones. So no matter what the challenges are, I still look up to these three sources and I said, no, I must wake up, pick the broken pieces and move on. So these are the things that inspire me. Wonderful. We, we find ourselves in an era of uncertainty. We are confronted with the coronavirus pandemic. And I believe just as it affects us individually, it also affects businesses like yours. What indeed has been the effect of this pandemic on your business operations? Oh, Kofi, very, very wonderful question. And and this this pandemic had actually affected our operations and our projections because we had a very wonderful plan for 2020, honestly. And we had a lot of uh, very serious customers who were waiting for in 2020. But unfortunately, this pandemic came and then disrupted almost everything. Uh, the, our major buyers have no longer been able to pick at the volumes that they were picking because market has gone down. And then you have workers who you are, I mean, caught up between whether you should let them go or you should keep maintain them because business is going slowly. And so the pandemic has really hit for some of us in the manufacturing sector because we we have people that we have to supply and who are not uh, picking up and so it's affected our operations seriously having coped what would be your advice for somebody in this era a young businessman in this era what would be your words of advice to such a person uh, I think that uh, people should begin to look uh, from within themselves and within the organizations. If you are doing something that is not picking up or something that is challenged, you must be able to find other ways to, to stay afloat. And so don't just put all your eggs in one basket. Look for other things that may keep your business running, even in times like this. And nobody should give up because I think that there is there is light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, after COVID-19, there will be greater and better things for all businesses. After COVID-19, there will be greater and better things for business. So don't give up. That's their words of advice and encouragement for our guests. There are several people listening who are desirous of starting their own business. We have people in investors who want to start 
we have people in gainfully employed entities willing to start, but they are scared of the risk. They are afraid to take that step. What would be your advice to people like that? Well, I'll just tell them, Kofi, that they shouldn't mark time because uh, is it procrastination is the thief of time. You cannot be better than you are today if you don't make uh, any frantic effort to move forward. So if you have an idea or a vision that you want to pursue, don't wait for the storms to be still because they will never be still anyway. So take that bold step. Start something, and as you go along, you learn, you pick the broken pieces, you fall, you get up, you move on. So anybody who has an idea, first of all, look uh, within yourself if that is what you want to do. If you are convinced, then take that bold step. Wait for no one. There are no better days tomorrow. So just start something now so that by the time, I mean, you know, you, you may have become a giant, uh, in business. Thank you so much. We are just about wrapping up. Do you have any last words for our listeners? Yes, my very last word is um, yeah, just to, to encourage the young Ghanaians and the Africans or anybody who wants to go into business or to become an entrepreneur that, look, don't just be happy going to business or becoming an entrepreneur because of the monetary aspect of it. It must first of all be that you want to solve a problem, a societal problem or a challenge in your area. And that's how you will get the, uh, the money coming in. So first of all, look at solving a problem before the money, because if money is your, your, your reason for going into business or becoming an entrepreneur, uh, you, you will not be able to, to, continue in that journey because the challenges are very, very high. And so that's my advice for all the young people out there. First of all, solve the problem and let the money come later. Thank you very much. So, so listeners, his advice is that don't be fixated only on money. Be willing to offer a solution to a problem. Solve the problem and money will come and help you achieve that life of passion and purpose. This has been an exciting episode of The Entrepreneur Speaks. And my guest today has been Stephen Wilson, the CEO of Skylink Agro Solutions Limited. He's given us a lot of advice. He has shared his journey, his challenges, and the lessons he's picked up. I invite our listeners to drop their comments, their key takeaways from this interview. On that note, I'd like to thank our guest once again for welcoming us to his office and learning from him. For our listeners, we want to thank you for listening. We promise to share with you exciting episodes. So stay with us on this journey, this journey of 
passion and purpose. This has been your host, Kofi Asari Animedu. Until I come your way next week with another episode of The Entrepreneur Speaks. Keep safe and keep hope alive. Cheers.